0: listening to Arts Ben Nonsense Nation with myself, Christian, this afternoon, and I'm um, very happy to be joined uh, on the phone by Samara Hirsch, who's here to talk to us about the Arts House uh, show, We All Know What's Happening, which is happening next week coming up. Very, very soon indeed. Um, you were just saying you're in the thick of production week this week. So thanks so much for um, making the time to chat to us today. Really appreciate it. Um, no
1: problem. Thanks
0: for having me. Ah, yeah, so um, could you tell us uh, um, about, we all know what's happening from, you know, sort of initial idea to the hopefully fully formed thing that it is now or nearly fully formed? But it's still doing like last minute sort of touches before it starts, yeah. Well,
1: it's a work that uh, myself and Lara Tom, the co creator of the work, um, started making over a year ago with a group of young people from 10 to 18 years of age um, in response to Australia's relationship with Nauru. And I suppose the work, it's evolved a lot over time, but I suppose it uh, plays a uh, variety of tropes around the school musical and, and history lesson, looking at our relationship with Nauru from 100 million years ago to today.
0: All right. wow. So yeah, so 10 to 18, that's obviously like, there's a lot in that sort of age range. And yeah, yeah. so that was always, um, sorry, like a age group sort of voice that you wanted to, to have in this, like as, as well as obviously like the very important issue to, to cover. Yeah, you wanted to have yeah, it was children's quite, voices. It was,
1: yeah, it was quite random, that, that age group. We knew we wanted to work with young people. But we, we just did a call out really a year ago to um, kids who were interested in human rights and refugee issues and also kids who were interested in performing and these kids and other kids also but these kids came forward and showed an interest in that and that was just the range of ages that came forward so it was quite amazing for us as well to sort of. Be sitting in a room with kids, yeah, as young as nine, because we started last year, the so nine to 17 at that point, and just having these really interesting conversations around what they think is fair and unfair and their wish to kind of speak up about certain issues.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh, I know it's it's funny like adults' reactions to yeah, I like, guess like hearing the insights and like the opinions that children have because they always just seems to be surprised whenever a child like you know says something that's intelligent and insightful. Um, I know, but surely yeah. you know like it seems to happen so often. You know, like people say, oh, you know, aren't kids hilarious? The way they I don't know like have insights and have like you know kids say the funniest things. But it's sort of it's a bit of a pattern here. Surely you would be less surprised by now, but. Children have opinions, uh, good opinions.
1: Yeah, I think these kids certainly have sort of very much inspired us and, yeah, just so clear on their um, understanding of justice and injustice and have such a strong understanding of the importance of human rights and valuing that, and I guess what they don't have is the sort of complacency that we as adults to carry with us, such as being too busy to kind of pay attention to things that I think kids are able to connect with, which is really yeah very inspiring.
0: Mm. I guess they have like the headspace and less of the well, yeah not not having to think about like running a household or like earning income or yeah, yeah. so so yeah. Mm. Oh, that that would be one thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I guess like the other thing that like with children, people tend to talk also about you know like the innocence of it or like the purity of childhood or the sort of magic of it, but. I don't know, is, is that, like, one thing you've noticed with, um... It is It is obviously, like, a very, like, wide... Like, you know, eight years is a long time, in, in, you know, in, in children's years terms. So, yeah, like, what, what sort of a range of personalities and perspectives have you noticed from the group you've been working with?
1: Oh, that's hard to answer. Um... I think they are all got very distinct personalities and obviously different levels of maturity depending on, on where they're at in their life and their development or their, what year they're in, I guess. Uh, and we've also watched them grow up, I suppose, over the year and that is quite large in kid years because you know, suddenly someone shoots up and is like much taller or bigger uh, and is just kind of growing up. But I guess, I suppose that what's been more interesting to us is what they actually share as a group and the sort of ensemble that they've built and the support that they, um, show one another, despite their differences, I guess, and like we sort of try to expose them as individuals in the work as well, and, and like kind of show their sort of uniqueness and their um, idiosyncrasies and their own personal interests that they bring to the work itself. Mm. But yeah, it's, I guess it's very much a collaborative process the way we've made the work, and that it's very much made up in response to who's in the room. So the work is very much as much made with them as about these kids as well.
0: Oh, yeah, that's definitely very important. So you think they all have this sense of ownership as well over it? Yeah, given it's... Oh, uh,
1: definitely, definitely, yeah. Definitely, yeah.
0: Mm, brilliant, yeah. yeah. And as um, sort of was yeah, like mentioned in the in, in the blurb for the show as well, the fact that well, now still like most of the performers would be like obviously they'd have like really important um like perspectives on the issue, but most of them are too young to vote. So is that I don't know? Like, is that um. Yeah, well, have they sort of talked about like how they how they feel about that, or has has that sort of made you um and like question the way that society is, um, is sort of set up?
1: Yeah, I think I a mean, personal interest of mine is around responsibility and legacy, and like thinking about what kind of future people inherit and what kind of future we've inherited as makers. Like growing up in the nineties and what kind of future these guys are inheriting, growing up now, and I suppose what kind of Australia, are we as adults handing over to them? And that, you know, I suppose what's happening with offshore detention is something that's going to sit with shame in our, in, in our country's names looking to the future. Um, and that's something that these guys will inherit, I suppose. And so I think there's a disparity of power in this whole thing because they are unable to vote. So in a way, um, they're unable to, to kind of, well, they, I guess, yeah, the disparity is that they're going kind to of inherit this sort of shame but. I suppose we need to speak up against.
0: <laughs> oh, and when you say we, yeah. sorry, you mean um, what, like all, all Australians, or yeah. all the
1: people? Yeah, I suppose. Who, I mean, yeah, people who care about the issue or about people who are who are stuck in Nauru.
0: Mm. I think it, you know, like ex- explaining just what's happening um, with Australia with with off short attention, sort of, to, you know, to someone who's like unfamiliar with it so you know whether it be um talking about children here so you're like children who are just starting to learn about you know what's happening or even like a re- recent experience i had with um uh like an american exchange student who um like knew nothing about what was happening when, when she came here i think it gives you like a um i don't know if that's something you've had to do like you've ever experienced yourself like explaining it to someone who um who it's very new to but like what yeah, it's you just find it interesting. It's sort of like just how wrong it is, how it reinforces how wrong it is for you when you then have to sort of you find yourself sort of like going over it, you know, from like first principles all the way up to like the full picture. Because it's, I guess, it's like a, it's something that we're has been talked about so often like in public discourse. So I don't know, do you feel like in a way it's important to sort of look at it afresh and yeah, not to. I actually yeah. think
1: what's been most shocking to me is how little people know. And mm. I think with sort of with the title, we all know what's happening. I think we're. Um, Exploring that like there is so much access to information and we kind of started to make that title around the time that the files were leaked in the Guardian of the Nauru files that sort of basically is, is available online as a database you can look into so much information and I suppose we felt that uh, and yet so in just despite that I'll be talking to people who are really educated um, and they will ask me if Nauru is in Africa or they um, don't know they'll say oh it's fine they're all going to America or there's just so much misunderstanding or misinformation and so I think uh, yeah yeah, it's sort of hard actually to assume what people may or may not know I think a lot of people don't know and I think that's sort of the success of having offshore detention is that you can kind of keep things out of people's awareness and that's very dangerous.
0: Yeah, definitely. So that, would you say that's the main sort of um, aim with, we all know what's happening, is um, bringing it back to the forefront of people's minds, whereas if it's happening offshore, that's sort of, it's a bit like out of sight, out of mind sort of thing for, for many yeah, people. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, trying to yeah get the
1: conversation back on the table or keep the conversation back on the table. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Great. Well, just before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to add? Or
1: well, just that we would love that the work is made for adults and children. So, if you're thinking of coming and you'd like to bring a child along, they're very welcome. Obviously, there are adult themes, but we um, we've accounted account- for that in-, in the making of the work. But yeah, we sort of feel like it's a community conversation, and that it. Yeah, it engages all ages. So mm. bring people, in, and yeah, and bring people who maybe are not um, already kind of sold on the issue. Maybe people who aren't sure what, where they stand. Like I know there is a lot of fear and a lot of mixed feelings about refugees, and so. We'd love everyone to come along and be part of the conversation. And, sorry, finally, we do have a Q&A with Julian um, Burnside and Jason Ross, um, who's part of the education team from Save the Children, which is moderated by Evelyn Tadros, who's chair of the Human Rights and Arts Film Festival. And that's a separate event on Saturday um, at about 6 p.m. at Arts House. You can book for that separately. And, um, you know, if, you, if there's actual questions that people want to ask, that's a really great opportunity to also chat to the cast and chat to myself and Lara and and those
0: experts. Mm, Fantastic. Oh, and of course, uh, it's on 19th to the 20th of... Sorry, to the 22nd of July next week.
1: 19th to 22nd, yeah, and it's just an early time. It's 6.15, so it is family-friendly, and on Saturday it's at 5 p.m., followed by the Q&A.
0: Perfect. Well, yeah, thanks so much for joining us today, and, uh, yeah, best of luck with all. Thank you
1: so much. Thanks for your time and thanks for your questions.
0: (laughs) No problem. Thanks.